Hey, welcome back, Pether fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I got all over your computer, huh? <laughs> all over my, all over my computer. It's dripping down. In your face. And your face, yeah. It look, it looks like some horror movie where like the blood starts going out of the screen of the computer. It's, it's, it's just it's Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here, I am not like Ryan. I cannot go out drinking ahead of the episode and come in and just roll right into this. This is not my my thing. All right. You know what? I'm going to take that as the compliment that I think it was. It was a comment, that's for sure. I, I was just going to go with it's a nice learning experience for you. <clears throat> you felt learned. like a compliment. I have two full beer here. The one I just opened and the one I just opened like 30 seconds ago. So this is going to be fun tonight. I like this. I like so this. I have to drink one of them right now. Uh, okay. Shotgun. Blue. Blue. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't, I, don't, I don't shotgun beer. Come on. I'm 43 years old. I don't shotgun beer. I think I shotgunned my first beer five years ago. Really, something like that. Wow, I am wow. not a ch- I'm not a chugger of the beer, man. I can't. Do I never it. have been either, but you sort of are when you have to shotgun it. It, it you don't have another choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the point. Yes, <clears throat> that's kind of the, that's kind of the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, you guys. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta, I gotta take care of real quick while we're doing this because it just popped up. But yeah, so we've only had three games that have happened since we talked last week. We had baseball finish out the regular season uh, against um, Little Rock. We uh, we lost the first one, then we shut them out five zero, and then uh, beat them eleven ten in a high scoring last minute game. So baseball teams doing pretty good. And hey, Tim, why don't you give us a little update about where we are uh, right now? Sure. Right now we're playing against ULM in the championship uh, bracket. I guess pod pottery in pool B, pool B, whatever that means. And we're up nine to six, top of the ninth, two outs. All right. So wait, that's the tournament. Yep. This is the first round of pool B. So we did not end up as the number two team, which would have been true if we were if we won out, right? Yeah, no, we are the number five team in the East. So things right. didn't shake out the way we needed them to, but I guess it doesn't matter. We're in Pool B with the trash down south and ULM from the west, number three. Georgia Southern we, is the two seed. We should never lose to Monroe at anything ever. Like, why would we ever, ever lose? Like, even – like so, they they have an enrollment of like what seven or eight thousand. We have an enrollment of fifty two thousand. We should be able to say like, go to our student body and be like, we we have to have somebody that's better than them at everything. I mean, the thing is though is like we can't even always consistently beat our FCS opponents. So I mean, and they basically are an FCS opponent. So. <clears throat> and then they just sneak in there at times, is what you're saying. They're a glorified FCS opponent. A glorified glorified into the FBS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they're glorified as in they're not FCS whatsoever at all, and they qualify for every metric. Right, but, for FBS. but um like the whole reason behind FCS FBS splits was the uh splits was the uh haves and the have nots was like basically all these other programs that just couldn't keep up with the FBS program. So they're like, hey, let's uh Let's not be the same. 
Should we start like a uh, a death count on Monroe to figure out when they actually drop out of FBS? Like, it's this many days. How they do the whole thing with like you know how many days uh, a place is gone without kind of an injury or an incident, uh, an incident, whatever. Like this many days that Monroe is still an FBS opponent. I don't really want to um, talk about ULM every single episode. They are a topic that. I mean, look, there's some funny stuff we're going to talk about during this episode that's worthwhile bringing them up. But mm-hmm. um, typically, we should not be bringing them up. Well, that, and, and, and like I started off the whole thing with, I just kind of stuttered quite a bit. But I don't care what the sport is. Georgia State should never lose to Monroe in any sport. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. They, they are beneath us to the. 12th degree it's just they're they're they they have no business being in this conference they have no business being in this conference like we have no business being in this conference except for we're better than it and they're not even good enough to be here all right bold statements from david very bold statement on them not belonging anywhere if people don't don't know david's been drinking uh before he got on so there was serious two for back to this for one yeah. Two for one, uh, tall, uh, tall boys at uh, Sharkies in Syracuse, New York. Come on, man! And do you drink on a budget? So does that mean you drink twice as much as you what you plan to drink? Yes. I was going to say, how many specials did you have? All of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, Tim. What, what do you got on baseball? Let's, let's talk about baseball some more. Uh, you know this pool play thing. So th- we play two games. So we have to win the two to get past the pool. Like, what if we split? Is because we're the lower seed, we're out. How does how does the tiebreaker work? Uh, I don't know the answer to that Do question. Do we have our right? intern on yet? Is he <laughs> watching? Uh, John is not on right now, but uh, no. I think that the Sun Belt, the Sun Belt probably doesn't even know what the hell they're doing. They're probably just looking for like one team to win both games and say that's the team that makes it. I think it's I mean, a combination, combination yeah. of like you know how you win, what you win. Like I was thinking about this before, like. If we lose Monroe, and the only reason why I say lose to Monroe is because I didn't want to have us losing to the Trash Down South. So we beat Trash Down South. We lose Monroe. They go the opposite directions. Like, how do they figure out the winner? I assume maybe like a, a score differential or something like that. I don't know. Kind of like soccer with goal differentials to get past to someone. In... Yeah, yeah, I was I'm looking not... at it because we have a good pool. Like, you know, if we ended up in the as the four seed, I think we would have been playing against the number one seed out west. So, I'd rather Who was that was that uh, was that uh, Little Rock, I believe. No, uh, it was the swamp. Not, the, not that not that it matters. Swamp people, yeah, the yeah. same thing. They both. But we ended up in a good spot. We were against the two seed from the east and the three seed from the west. Let the other pools take out the number one seeds for us, and then we'll jump right into. Uh, the weekend bracket play. We you know we finished the season strong. I think they uh, won five out of the last six games, or I could be making that stat up altogether. But this is this team. We set, we talked about it before. Even Georgia State announced this is the toughest schedule that Georgia State basketball baseball has ever attempted, and uh, it's been tough. It's tough. We we finished it. We managed to finish the season twelve and twelve, going five hundred in conference. But I think it's like uh, seventeen and thirty-six in the regular season. So no one's counting. Yeah, yeah. But so, I kind of uh, like that we play uh, Southern next. I mean, hey, you know what? Beat them, 
go two and zero into the pool play, and then everything oh, yeah, well, takes care of itself. Beating that trash is always a fun win. Does yeah. mean that, and it's not even as much as winning as it is watching them lose. That's the fun part about it. The uh, the bar I was at earlier tonight, uh, it was it was funny. I started talking to some people. I talked to this one guy, and he's from Lawrenceville, Georgia. He went to DeKalb Tech, which you know, which became Georgia Perimeter, which became Georgia State, and everything. And so I was talking about, it, like, yeah, I, I do this uh, this Georgia State podcast and everything. And he's like, he's like, so we started football because he's like, oh, I, I'm a Georgia State alum now. Now that I graduated from DeKalb, DeKalb Tech back in 2000, I am now a Georgia <laughs> State alum. I'm like, yeah, you are. And he says, like, tell me, do we beat Georgia Southern at football? It's like. There's like two teams that we actually have a winning <laughs> yes. record against and Georgia Southern is one of them. Like he didn't even like, he wasn't even part of like the Georgia state football fandom or anything. And he already hated Georgia Southern. So I like that person, whoever they are. Yeah. I look, I look forward to drinking with him on many Tuesdays in the coming months. So, I mean, you sign him up for Tuesday drinking two for ones. He asked for the name of the podcast. He says he wants to listen to the podcast. So, all right. Yeah, there we go. We 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 have increased our our listenership by like a five percent by getting him to listen. So, when you look at um, when you look at stats for the downloads and stuff, do you see the geography? We have at least one person that is very religiously listening to us from Statesboro. It's there's right. always there's always at least one download from Statesboro every single week. So it's probably cool. True Blue, whoever that douchebag guy is. But I was gonna go with their head coach. <laughs> who is their I have no, no idea who their head coach they keep on firing them. They, keep, right? they keep on firing their head coaches because they can't beat Georgia State so I have no idea who their head coach is anymore this is the make or break year for I think the head coach right is they it Georgia are, Southern right? every year is a make or break year it's like if you don't run triple option and you don't beat Georgia State then you're fired we're, we're done with you if you don't get a job at Tulane you're out of here and you lose to Georgia State because you didn't run the triple option uh, we'll shove that down your throat. Yeah. We'll shove it down your throat. So uh, speaking of football, uh, there was an announcement today because we've obviously started controlling Georgia State's uh, media announcements. They announced a new home and home against uh, Wake Forest in 2029 and 2030. And I got to say, I am loving the way we've been scheduling our out-of-conference opponents over the uh, under the Charlie Cobb regime. I think he's done a great job, a great job with this. Well, so he goes goes to the Carolinas and he goes uh, easy, right? Win, winnable games in the P five, right? Not, yeah, we, not we, easy. None of them are going to be easy, but winnable. Winnable, right. close by. I like it. <clears throat> We're getting like mid to bottom tier P five programs. Vandy, UNC, when we scheduled them, obviously. Right. Uh, South Carolina. Wait, wait for us. Uh, well, South Carolina was not a home and home. That's actually a money game. Which it should have been. That it should that should really be a, a home and home, in my opinion. Pretty news, guys. Pinstripe Panthers won nine to six. Nice. All right, way to go, Pinstripe Panthers. Full play number one complete. As I said, we should never lose to Monroe in any sport. In uh, any Georgia sport. Tech home and home. Georgia Tech home and home, another P five program. Like but what that. I like about it. What I like about it is we're keeping everything regional. We're not playing Oregon anymore. We're not playing right. Wisconsin anymore. We're not going to all these weird places. We're, we're keeping everything close to home, which I like a lot. Our furthest game we have on our schedule right now is UConn, 
UConn was a home and home. And I think it was scheduled back when they were American and we should be scared scheduling American teams because we need to show just like beating ECU that we can beat American teams. So we got Memphis on the schedule. That was a home and home ECU uh, makes the return trip. But next year, I think maybe two years, something like that. So I like it. I like the scheduling. Wake Forest is a, is a great schedule. I, I agree. Like should... I'm excited about it. And uh, it's a decently close drive, I think, right? Within five hours, something like that. Uh, five, five and a half, which is, is, is del- I think it's an overnight trip. You, you drive up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, get yeah. your hotel and you, and you come back. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, but- if we reach down into Florida and start scheduling some of the Florida teams, I mean, you got USF, UCF, Florida, Florida State. I mean, schedule them all. Why not? So that like, was actually Florida players. Tim, that was actually a question I had for you guys was like, you know, who do we want to get on that next home and home or even that money game schedule? Because we only have four money games lined up right now with uh, Auburn this year, LSU, Ole Miss, and then uh, USC, which I think is actually next year. Uh, we, we've we not done any Florida schools. We should definitely get a, a Florida, Florida State as a money mm-hmm. game and like a UCF as a, as a home and home, I think. I think uh, playing in Florida would be good for us. Um, I think, uh, you know, I read an article, uh, we reported on it uh, not too long ago that said we were like the third or fourth most recruits from Florida or something. Oh. I don't know. I might be making up what that actually was, but we recruit Florida heavily, uh, you know, and so it would be cool to get down into Florida and, you know, show off in front of these kids. I'm not going to lie. I just kind of want to have a Florida trip for a away game. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, I don't know. Depends on where in Florida. Florida's a Florida's a mess, dude. A Florida tailgate would be a lot of fun, though. I mean, I'm and I'm talking I'm talking about a Florida State or a UF or a. Uh, I mean, UCF is about as far south as I want to go. I mean, Miami may pay us to show up, but I don't want to go all the way to Miami. But Miami's a decently cool. Yeah. Uh, Nine, nine times out of ten, I, I say, like, when I meet somebody that says, you know, oh, I moved here from Florida, and I, I say congratulations, they're like, oh, man, thank you. <laughs> Getting out of there. You get, like, one guy that's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, well, maybe we're, we can't be friends. We don't have enough strip malls here. <laughs> oh, come on, Ryan. You got to love the, the zero income tax in Florida. That's, like, right up your alley, right? That that's fine. I, I, I do. I do like that. But, you know, socks with sandals? Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Figure it out. Come on, man. We have to get we get on to Izzy about it. She tries to leave the house with socks and sandals, and we're like, "What? You think you're from Florida or something?" Like, well, your on. daughter, I your your daughter identifies as a sixty year old man. It's okay. It's fine. You should just go with that. So, sixty year old man or just a Floridian? I don't know. <laughs> you, you should get her a Florida man T shirt that she can wear. The T shirt says Florida man. <laughs> Strictly for when, like, like she starts walking out with socks and sandals, and I'm like, okay, well, we got to change your shirt though. Like, that's it. <laughs> Uh, so I was looking at the schedule. We only have four money games scheduled, which I think is interesting. And we only have three FCS games scheduled uh, over, the next, over the next 10 years. I like the scheduling. And twenty, I think it's 20, 2024, we have our entire out-of-conference schedule scheduled, and there's no money game in there at all. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. I'm a fan who, of that. I, who is it in 2024? Okay, I didn't write that down, Tim. So why don't you look it up for yourself? <laughs> well, I, I do like. Um, I I have no problem with with money games. I I think that you make you make a little cash, and then also you know every now and again you get a Tennessee, or if you're App State, you get a Michigan, or you know, uh, well, 
that other school. Well, what I what I like about the only thing I like about the money games really is if we can get a cool trip out of it. We can go to a cool place, see a stadium I've never been to before, and have a little fun with it. I I, yeah. I like that part of it, but um, I get it that a lot of G five programs, Georgia State included, they they budget based off of getting that one one and a half million dollars off that money game, and yeah, we can we can get a Tennessee two at some point, but I would I would much rather have like a a good home and home schedule with some P five programs versus just going to a game where we go in expecting to get slaughtered. I just don't like that whole concept of it. Yeah. Where like, like even the coach is saying like, Oh, I hope we just make it out of there with no injuries. I'm like, no, you hope you come out of there with a dang W. Yeah. You know, like I, I would <laughs> rather, I would rather get Clemson and as a home and home, they get paid a million and a half dollars to go to Clemson for a game. Well, you, the the thing there is is so would our athletics department and so would the budget office because having Clemson at Georgia State Stadium would net way more than a million dollars. Exactly. So that that's why. <laughs> which I feel, you might I feel not like, have enough beer. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guarantee you, if we did have enough beer, our concession stands would not serve it fast enough. So. Yeah, I mean, something we're doing is enticing these schools to come here in a way that they we have not enticed them before. Because I feel like P five programs for quite some time, up until the last year or two, we just didn't hear about them wanting to come to our stadium at all. Well, no, I mean, Atlanta, is, the state of Georgia, is a very, very fertile recruiting ground. And even though these schools already play, like UNC plays at Georgia Tech every other year, and yet Vandy plays uh, Georgia every other year, they want to come in here. They want to get in front of these Georgia kids because it's such a fertile recruiting ground. And now that we have Center Park Stadium, it's it it looks good on TV. Like their team's not looking like uh, we were we Granite Georgia Dome before. Never I was about to say, yeah, they were playing place. on a professional field before. So yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I think Vanderbilt after we beat Tennessee two years ago, Vanderbilt was like, <laughs> crap. Can, can we buy out of this game? Can we, how do we? How do we not go to that game now? I, you know, I don't, I don't know what we're doing different. If like the sales team is different or if, if like we've just come up to a certain position where it makes more sense for them. Um, you know, I, I'm always, uh, frustrated with people that saying like, Oh, we're, we're too sucky to have, you know, them come to our house. And then they're like, Oh, well they don't want to come to our house cause we're too good. And it's like, well, wait, it's one or the other guys. Like <laughs> there's no, maybe this is the in between. This is the well, I mean, sweet that, spot. That's what we kind of faced with basketball was, you know, we, we won too much in the sports arena, especially under like, well, specifically under the coach Hunter era. And so the bigger programs didn't want to come and they didn't want to play in like a, a glorified high school gym. So, uh, I mean, yeah, sports arena sucks, man. It's really bad. I mean, it's, Hey, don't hang on the sports arena. What? Why not? I love it. <laughs> we're, we're among friends here. We can, we, we can say it. Other people. Exactly. Can say it, it. It, yeah. It, it, it's like, it's like if someone hits your, <laughs> If someone hits your brother, you're like, screw you, dude. You can't hit my brother. And then you'll just like wail on him for the rest of the night. Like, yeah, we can make fun of sports arena as we should make fun of it. It was built in like, what, 1972 or something to be like, I don't know. Whatever the hell it was built to mean. What Maybe it was supposed to be. A basketball stadium? I mean, what? What What was it built for? I mean, David? if you built that, if you, if you built that to be, make it a basketball arena, then you were just... They know, put a court like, in and chairs for people to watch the sports. You team. went to like, like, yeah, they built that to be a basketball and, arena. And sometimes you yeah. you went you went to engineering school at Georgia Southern. You're kind of like, man, eh, fits inside the box. Escalator goes up here. 
<laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying a Georgia Southern grad designed I'll, I'll what, I, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm saying is it, it did not take a it did not take a lot of intelligence for someone to come up with a sports arena. You could probably build the whole thing out of Legos Damn, and be nicer. Flash of brilliance. Let's put this the arena on the third floor. Flash of <laughs> brilliance. Everyone gets needs to the only team in the nation with an arena on the third floor. Makes it's a, a, le- a levitating basketball court. I love it. Yeah, it's man. Little, let's do it. Let's do it. A little Dua Lipa levitating. I love it. I'm in. I'm They're in. just trying to give us <laughs> to exercise. That's all. It's like, look, this is going to be real shitty, but we're going to put it on the third floor and that's going to make a difference. Let's make it, make it make a big difference. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna be so glad to get out of there and get into the, the new convocation center. All these people graduated there. We got people watching that graduated there. I, uh, I graduated, I, I graduated that building. Georgia Dome. Me too. I graduated there as well. Uh, Remember walking up those stairwells to walk across? I do. Man, the other the other week they were doing graduations at at uh, Center Park, and <clears throat> I think it was like every day from Wednesday to Friday there were like bagpipes all morning because I guess they were playing bagpipes while people walked or something, and then there were fireworks randomly at like eleven thirty p a.m. I'm like, what? What? You can't even see these fireworks. Why are there fireworks right now, guys? Like, do the train horn or something. Train horn always, always in front of train, train horn, horn as they read your name. They did every, every, for every, every single person. Oh my god! Every single person is a train horn. No, yeah. no, yes. I would have, I would have, I would have gone and sabotaged that thing. Yeah, uh, I think it. I don't know. The train horn thing was kind of uh, at first was like a little much, but now that's kind of our thing. So I, I, I think, think they cranked it up again it. too. Yeah. So All right. Well, I got, a, I got a surprise for you guys. We've got a, a former athlete devin mitchell All basketball right. star from georgia state joining us here hey devin thanks for joining us man i yeah, appreciate you guys having me man absolutely hey. dude we had a little bit of a scheduling conflict i'm glad you're able to make it uh yeah, yeah man. how's it going how's it going it's good man you know getting ready we're getting ready to getting ready to rock out so um just had a pretty good workout got some run in so i'm actually at the arena right now so are you at the sports We're arena just right talking now? about the arena. Yeah, yeah, I'm here now. I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, as as an athlete, what do you think of the sports arena? I know we got it kind of rocking in there for those home games. <laughs> but what do you think about sports arena as far as a venue? Okay, so uh, y'all want my honest opinion? Yeah, yes. absolutely. We love honesty. Hey, you, I, I, hey I, you, you're out of school. We're drinking. Uh, you can give me as honest <laughs> oh, as you want to be. Oh, man, I was drinking, man. I would have had some. I would have made some. <laughs> hey, great. man, I'll... I'll I'll intercart some booze right to uh, to the sports arena right now for you. Hey man, look, I'll go down there and grab it. Tell them it's- <laughs> I'll go down there and grab it. I'm I'm off now, so we good. But um, so I came from Alabama, y'all know. Um, actually, when I I came from Alabama, you know, we I think we said about fifteen, sixteen thousand there. So when I came to the sports arena, I was like, ah. But we embraced it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> RJ RJ really had it going. You know that group. It really had it going. It was rocking in there, and um, it turned into the best place that I ever played in, man. So um, I love the third floor. Um, you know, we kind of, really, kind of, um, really just took that took that motive of being at home. We playing in a building in the middle of downtown that nobody knew was there, and uh, you know, for for the most part, we was able to get people in there, get students in there, and it was loud, so it was rocking. You guys put on a show like uh, Phillips Arena, or I guess the old Omni was known as the the 
the highlight factory. And I think that when you and RJ and like the, all of uh, Coach Hunter's teams were playing in there, it was like having a highlight factory right there on Decatur Street. It was it was so much fun watching you guys play. I, I thoroughly enjoyed. It. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was fun, man. I, I always enjoyed playing on the third, man. So especially you know you got them days, some Saturday games when. You know, everybody just—I know y'all used to tailgate over there in the parking deck and walk on over. <laughs> oh, so you—you you, you knew about that? You knew we were, yo, were tailgating? I used, I used to try to come all the time. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yo, like me and Jeff, yeah, man." Oh uh, man, you, 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 well, you know what? Come now. We, we still go up there. We still uh, have no, a good old time. Yeah, we definitely going to take y'all up on that one. So, um, uh, yeah, it, we, we definitely would have broken rules. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, definitely, man. We 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 always um, appreciate you guys. Y'all showed up and, and always showed love, and it was loud in there. And you know, the fans. I had some friends on, on different teams that came in there, and they always said the same thing, man. They were just like, "Yo, it was loud in there. Like, we didn't even know who we was playing at. Like, we trying to find the gym. Like, you know, it, it was. It, we had like, you know, when you run out on the side, we can see the others, you know, through the hallway. So you know we 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 jawing back and forth a little bit. So I mean it, it's it's a real atmosphere, man. It's tough to play on the third. So well, yeah, I think that uh, during uh, Coach Hunter's time there, we we rarely ever lost a game at home. We were right. we were out there and everything. Were you um was there a, p- a specific team? Uh, I mean I'm I'm gonna say conference wise. Was there a specific team that you enjoyed playing the most, or you, you really got amped up for the most? I mean, I'm gonna assume Southern is is up there in that list, but like let's right. let's take Southern out of the picture. Was there another team that you really uh, you really like to play? You uh, see Arlington, man. Arlington, uh, all right. They were always well. It'd be probably a tie between them and and Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Um, Lafayette was always fun to play, especially that year when they were like undefeated like halfway through the year or something like that and we were both under they were undefeated through the conference i think or something like that right right had, right like one loss and we met like on a thursday night and hey, it was i mean them them, them playing them and, and uta were kind of like the games we kind of really got up for especially if we were at home arlington's interesting to hear for me but uh lafayette i'm not surprised though that that bob marlin character that's a was, uh, favorite right there yeah <laughs> Yeah, man, Bob, uh, Coach Marlin, man, he, he was a, you know, interesting character, I would say. Do you remember when Hunter told the fans to uh, be quiet nicely? Yeah, nicely. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, – <laughs> I'm surprised he did that, honestly. I thought he was going to egg them all. Well, <laughs> it wasn't, like, that's definitely not the worst we've ever been. Like, just saying some guy sucks. Like, well, he does, so I, I, I don't know the problem. I, I, I'm like, Coach Hunter, what? What's the yeah. problem? No, I've got nothing against coach, but you know we always, um, you know he 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 always had things to say too. So you know we 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 heard about it. We had guys that played on that team too. He he didn't really like a lot of us too much. So you know, it was, <laughs> we heard a lot of that too. He was loud. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, yeah, he didn't he didn't he didn't. I don't think he respected a lot of the guys that we had. And um, I mean, we never really had no problem with any of his guys and things like that. I think it was more from their end. So I mean, go ahead and charge us up if you want to. I mean, you know. You know, a fifteen. I, you know, a fifteen. Here's any 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 chatter, man. Is a wrap. So that's all he needs. I, I remember uh, Coach Marlin. He he always like would freak out about how Coach Hunter was out there on the court, and he's like saying that there was like six men on the box. court because yeah, yeah. yeah they, Coach Hunter was playing on the team. He was out there too much and everything. And Bob Marlin, man, that guy sucks. It just looked so. like it, it just looked like it was six people out there because of how we played defense. 
<laughs> you guys had some of the most aggressive defense. I really did enjoy that. Was so I uh, I didn't grow up a, a basketball fan, but uh, I really got into it watching you guys uh, with Coach Hunt and everything, and it, it became so exciting. And I got my season tickets, and I mean, you guys are a credit to why well, hell why we do this right now. It's it's um it's a lot of fun. Georgia State's become a a fun fun program to watch athletically. So uh, credit to you guys for for making that for us. We appreciate it. Oh, no, I appreciate y'all, man. It was it's, it's definitely a special place, and we want to keep it going. The guys is here now with Coach Lanier and everybody. I mean, they 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 understand it, what it is and and how we do things over here. And shoot, they gonna take it take it even farther than we did. I can't wait to watch and see what they do. Uh, that's great to hear. So you uh, so you've gotten to know Coach Lanier a bit and everything. Uh, you you like what he's doing with the program? Yeah, man, I love it. Um, from from first from this first day here, um, me, Malik, and Jeff. Uh, we went to his press conference, um, met him there, and um, you know, just kind of slowly been building a relationship with him there ever since. So um, he's been great to us. Um, anytime we want to come back, like you know, we in the gym, I'm in the gym now, you know, getting ready for this. That's so, great. Um, That's great. He's a he's a different type of guy than Coach Hunter was, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, completely different types. Um, two two different styles. Uh, I think he's a little bit more chill on the court. I think off the court, you know, in practice and stuff like that, he's a different different guy and he's he's up he's up dudes and, and making sure they they getting their jobs done and handling their stuff but um you know just two different types of coaches um both great coaches i think and um you know i think it's great that georgia state we've been able to see two different styles and, and we've still been able to win so um i think that's that's huge too credit yeah, to i charlie like Cobb. shout out charlie cobb for that man shout out to him shout out charlie cobb i think that's yeah. exactly what i was gonna get at it to go from a program that really saw very little success outside of the, the, the coach lefty years to bring in somebody like coach Hunter, who just like revolutionized the, the basketball program at Georgia state and mm-hmm. to follow that up with somebody like coach Lanier. I think that uh, it really sets a, a great like stage for what Georgia state athletics is doing specifically basketball. Uh, I, I love it. I love it a lot. Um, I want to talk about the basketball tournament coming up, but Ryan, Tim, do you guys have any questions you want to talk to Devin about, about Georgia State basketball before we get into um, the tournament? Something we didn't already touch on. Oh, sorry, Tim, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, like, Lanier, I see him. He's, like, calm, cool, and collected every time I see him. In the Sunbelt tournament, just, you know, we're down 12. He's just relaxed. But I can tell, like, maybe it flips in practice. He might be super intense and, and, you know, getting on the guys to practice hard. Um, Mm -hmm. But overall, like, one of the things is – that drives us nuts as fans with our team is we get these leads of like 12, 16, 22, 24. <laughs> and then inevitably, I don't know, the, the gas gets let off or something and it gets really intense. It gets really close. And it, you know, you, you've been out of the high school, obviously, but we still have even with Lanier, even this year, like up by 20 something and all of a sudden we're up by four. Like, what do you think? What do you, what is that with Georgia State basketball, in your opinion? You lived um, through some of it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched, I pretty much watched most games this year, the last couple of years. Um, I think, I think we kind of lacked with this team these, these last two years, we've kind of lacked the guy, you know, like who's going to be our closer. Um, I think Corey's really stepping into that role now. Um, I think it kind of got to a point where they play well. If we're, if we're up and we're up and we're winning, we're going to win the game more times than that, right? But if it's a close game, that's where we struggle. So when teams come back, and that's where we struggle because we play so well together. Those guys play so well together. When it's a close game, it's like everybody feels like they got to 
you know, go do something when, you know, I think the difference with our team is if we're going to blow you out, we're going to blow you out and it's going to be good. We're going to hold the league. You know, we had some more veteran guys and everybody kind of played their role a little bit better. Mm -hmm. We kind of sat in our roles a little bit more. Um, I think we knew who our best player was. And from that point on, you know, we, we trusted him to kind of make the decisions and we lived with it. And, and D knew that he was going to make the, make the plays at the end of the game. And for the most part, we're going through 15. I mean, that's just how we rocked. Um, I think this team, they do it by committee a little bit more. So I think that's why we struggle at the end of games. I think, you know, a lot of them guys, you know, they get there and, and they all feel like they got to get a chance to win it, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but yeah, they got to figure out who's going to be their closer, who's going to get the ball at the end of the game. And um, I think we'll see a change in that this year. Um, I think Corey's, Corey's having a really big summer right now um, from what I've been hearing. Um, he's putting in a lot of work up there in Detroit right now. He's been he's going to be back in the summer. He didn't he didn't go home the whole summer. Um, you know, he, he's been working with Coach V a lot, and um, I think we're going to see a really big year from Corey Allen, man. I think he's going to be the closer for for these guys this year. Uh, that, that, that'd be great. I, I, I'm so excited about this next season of the team. I feel like we – I mean, this year was just weird. This is just a weird right. year with everything going on. I was I was excited about the, the team. We had our setbacks and everything, but it was a lot of fun. Like And actually, like, Sosa me, like, that was the guy that I really got excited about this year. He – he brought an electricity and an excitement to the team this year that I, I really got into. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do next year uh, with the team. But Corey Allen would be great. I, the sky's the limit for this program, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for where it's going. But, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about the basketball tournament. Like, So we, yeah. we've had we, – we have all this positivity going into the next season, but we have all these – you included, these great players that have played over the past few years, and – I had no idea what, what the basketball tournament was last year when you guys were trying to put a, a program together, a team together. And this sounds like a lot of fun. Tell us a little bit about what the basketball tournament is and what you guys are doing. Yeah, so um, it's a 64-team tournament, single elimination. Winner wins a million dollars. Um, you know, it's all pretty much alumni teams from every school that, I mean, I think it started off pretty small, but now you see most, most schools are putting alumni teams in if they can round up their guys wherever they're at and, and, and you know, try to get a bid. Um, the bidding, is, it's really a bidding war. It's a social media war. Um, publicity is how you get in. Your names on your roster is how you get in, down to the coach and, and media and everything else. So. Um, we're going to really need y'all's help. We're going to need Atlanta's help. We're going to need Georgia's help. We're the only team in Georgia that's, that's going to be putting a team in, uh, from what I know. Um, so, you know, we're going to really make a big push and, and try and get everybody in the state behind us. Um, but it, it's going to be fun, man. Um, I think we got a real shot to get in. Um, I, I wouldn't see why we wouldn't get in with the names that we got on our roster. But, um, yeah, it's going to be are fun. You, are you able to share some of those names on the roster? I know that it was kind of like a – we're kind of close. We're not really ready to share names. Can we? Can we do some breaking news? I have a breaking news. Uh, oh yeah, hit the horn, man. Let's do it. Right, here, we, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Who are going to be on the Georgia State Panther family, the basketball tournament team? Okay, so I can give you a couple. Um, Demarcus will be playing. Uh, so we'll have fifteen back. Uh, Kevin Ware is going to be playing, myself. Kevin Ware, yes. Kevin Ware will be playing. Um, Jordan Sessions is going to play. Um, who else do we have, man? I, I, I was going to name off really. Who else did I put on the – I don't know if you guys follow the Instagram. 
So today's been crazy. So sorry if my memory's a little bad, but I Kevin good, Ware, me, Jordan Session, Damon Wilson, uh, Demarcus Simons. Um, we're going to drop a couple more names this week. Um, we're going to actually have a couple of guys that weren't at Georgia State um, that you guys are probably familiar with. There are really some exciting names. Um, I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I saw. I, I, I've been talking to Ben. So if you don't want to share it, if you don't want to share it, that's fine. But I was going to ask how that whole thing came about. So how did how well, did you without without sharing it? How did you get some players well, I'll, I'll get, I'll outside of Jersey? I'll give one name. Eric Neal from UTA. Um, OK. You know, outstanding guy, man. He's showtime, man. Um, you know, I, I, I reached out to him. I always thought Eric Neal was the hardest guy to guard in the conference. Hands down. I mean, it, I mean, it was. <laughs> Him and Tookie Brown, like between them two, it was just like for me hey, too. Screw, I play, screw, screw Tookie, screw that. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> he should have come to play for Georgia State. So yeah. there's that. Exactly. And, and look, we thought about adding Tookie too for a little bit, but then we no, 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 yeah, no, no. We was like that. That ain't that ain't gonna go together. So um, made a call to Eric. Um, we always felt like we were like one guard away. Like if we were able to pair a true point guard on our team, like I play point guard with Demarcus and. Kane was a little bit younger, so he, you know, he, we couldn't give him the whole rope yet. But, right. um, you know, we always thought if we had like a true point guard and a, and a legit center, I think we're like a sweet 16 team, man. So, um, man, was yeah, able to you call guys, Eric. Yeah, my fault. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys, you guys are, you guys are right there on it, man. You guys are right there on it. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we always felt like that's, those were our last pieces. Um, we used to like beg Coach Hunter every summer to go get a seven footer, but he just, like, <laughs> Yeah, he was. He didn't seem to be big about the the big man, right? He was never really aggressive about trying to find that guy to come in there. No, no. So. He, he felt he he wanted to do small ball, and you know, ultimately we were cool with it because he was just like, "Well, I'll let y'all shoot more threes." And we're like, oh, "All right." So, <laughs> so it worked out, and you know, we we were able to still win games, and you know, they put together a system for us that we all bought into, and it worked. So. You know, we can't really say too much about it. But we always thought that, you know, we had a seven-footer in the NCAA tournament. If we could just have one of them guys, we're, we're in a Sweet 16 team because we just couldn't rebound against some of those bigger schools, man. So, like, having an Ellie on our team, like, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know where we – I think – Right? I think we ended up in Atlanta that year in 2018. If we have a, if we have a big, I think we beat Cincinnati. I think since – I think we beat Cincinnati – and I think Nevada beat Texas or something like that, right? Right after us. Right. So I, I like this against Nevada too. So, I mean, I think we're coming home and we're playing in Atlanta at Phillips in the Sweet 16, man, with, with one big. But, you know. Oh, man. I, I oh, man. That, that kind of, that's, that's like a, just a storybook scenario for me. I, be, that's what I want to see. It would have been ridiculous. Uh, we were, it's, it's, it's funny to hear you uh, talk about rebounds because, like, literally all the fans talked about during all those years was like, why can't we rebound, you know? <laughs> like, up, man? My boy Jordan Session was working, man, but he was just outnumbered sometimes. He just, well, and, and Coach Hunter was just like, you don't have to rebound. Like he'd say it in his, he'd, he'd say in his press conferences and stuff, he's like, why are y'all worried about rebounds? I'm like, just make it rebounds. rebounds are kind of important. Because yeah. I like getting the ball back. I like yeah. having the ball. Exactly. I can score when I have the ball. <laughs> yeah, we hit, well, to, to our credit, we were that year, we were top 10 defense in the nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we hit more threes than anybody. I mean, so I, in a way, you know, he was right. But 
I just felt like when we got to the conference, when we got to the NCAAs, man, it was just going to be tough for us to play those high majors. Right. So, yeah. Right. But it, it was. Marcus uh, came in, man. That first game, uh, the Sin City game, and he just went off at first. Like, crazy. Night before he said like, he was going to do that. He did? I didn't really. Yeah, night before he was like, yeah, I'm just. Now you can just tell, man. Sometimes, like, that kid, man, he just, he just a different kid, man. He just, <laughs> he wake up and just like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this today. So. The he had in that game was like epic high. I mean, he was so focused, so intense in that, you know, the first half. But, it, you know, obviously it's hard to do that for 40 minutes, right? I mean, right, right. And he needs he every, all the role players the to do it, looked, it too. The way it looked, I thought he was, shoot. I thought we were about to get 40. <laughs> I thought we were about to be on ESPN all night. Oh <laughs> I was like, yo, keep feeding them, man. But it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Still, still, yeah. still a game of a lifetime, man. I'll never forget it. Y'all were deep in there, a lot of blue in there that day. So, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah, a lot. There, there, there's a lot of fair weather Georgia State fans. Like the the school is so big, and the, the alumni base is so huge, and they'll ignore the regular season. But as soon as we start making get into inside of the tournament, we start making some noise, whatever. All of a sudden, all these people that have never come to a game, all of a sudden they they want to. They want like like Ludacris, you know. After RJ made the shot against Baylor, Ludacris, who has never come to a Georgia State game his entire life, shows up on ESPN. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I went to school there. We yeah, we, we're we're great. We're a great <laughs> basketball team. I'm like, come on, man, you, yeah, you haven't man. been at anything. Come on, come he went to, he with went me. to a football game some years ago. I think so. Yeah. I think we paid him to go to that football game. I think we might have paid him to come to the football game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, man. All right, so so Devin, so what do we got to do to get to make sure that you guys are playing in the basketball tournament? We got to like share everything on social media. We got to uh, promote it. What, what do we got to do? What do the fans got to do? We got to blast it everywhere. Every time you get a chance, shoot. Sure. Every time I wake up in the morning, I post something on Instagram. So, um, you know, especially when we get our full roster out this week, I'm just really gonna need you guys' help and, and the whole city. If y'all watching this, man. Uh, we're going to be Atlanta's team. The whole city watches this, Devin. The entire city of Atlanta watches <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, look. After this week, we're going to make sure that happens, man. We're going. We're going. Absolutely. Um, All right. So when when you when you uh, when you guys get in, and you guys make it to the championship, and you guys win y'all's million dollars, you're going to come back on here, and the crystal's on you, right? Yeah, man. Sure. I might be. I might be there right next to you. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'll, be there. I'll be there right next to you guys, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll do. We we'll have to do one of those roundtable things. Uh, so yeah. where, where do we need to go to uh, express support? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna drop our like GoFundMe type site um, this week. Um, Look, we know about GoFundMe's on this podcast. So <laughs> okay, so. It's a it's a long running joke. We talk about GoFundMe's for like everything. Okay, yeah. So it's actually not gonna be through GoFundMe. It's through <laughs> something else, but it's that's what it is. Right. But um, we're gonna have that coming out this week. Okay. Um, and then from that point on, I mean, it's just social media, Twitter, um, Instagram. Um, tag the tournament as much as you can. We gotta have it. We gotta. We're gonna have to sell tickets too, um, depending on which region we're gonna go to. Um, so once all that information yeah. comes out, man, we'll we'll be. We'll be blasting. Yeah, the regions are all, all like mostly like Midwestern. Like it's like a lot of Ohio and uh, Illinois or, or something. I, I know Dayton, Ohio is one of the locations. I think that's where the Panther family shows up right now. Is under Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, that's where they got us. So I'm hoping we're I'm hoping we're Columbus or you know you know Ohio or PR. That'd be 
more ideal. I, I'd rather not go to Wichita, Kansas, or Charlottesville, <laughs> West Virginia. I don't know. Yeah, I, I drove that. through Columbus, Ohio, like last week, and yeah, that's not a place that anybody wants to be yeah. whatsoever at all. So, so uh, we we will be locked in wherever we end up at. Um, but you know, let's let's hope for PR or uh, Columbus or Dayton. Who need to be all right. Friends. We will do our part, and we will encourage everybody to do their part. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's get let's get. I want I want to see a Panther family team in the basketball tournament. Hey, look! If we get in, man, we are gonna make some noise. So y'all be ready. Oh, don't doubt with it. The, with the guys you've talked about so far, including yourself, yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it whatsoever at all that this is going to be a, a a fun team to watch. I mean, this is it's our all star team. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, what, that's it's, what it is. And it's it, the best it of the best. If it wasn't for a couple other things that went down, um, as far as some players. We would have really been. I think we might have been a top five seed in this tournament. If, you yeah, know. you're 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 holding back. I, I know some information. You're holding back a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you know the, the the goat man, man. We we wanted the goat man to play, but he, he has some things to. Maybe maybe we can influence him to show up. Maybe we can uh, <laughs> goad him into the whole, the whole thing. If it was up to him, he'd be playing. But you know, yeah, it's, it's, he's got to he's got to make the best decision for for his career, and he's got a big year coming up right now. So we're talking about RJ, by the way. So yeah, he's, yeah, got, yeah. he's got some he's got some big things coming up. So we got to respect that and, and wish the best yeah. to him in his career. But, of course, you know if we, if we had him, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I know, I hear. I know, I know there's been some people wanting to see RJ and Demarcus in the same backcourt. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That would be that would be some sexy stuff right there. I yeah. I yeah. Ooh. Man, nah. I mean, the way the team was put together from day one, it was. I mean, I don't. It, it, we would have been a top five seed in the tournament. Right now, we're gonna fight for a little bit. We're gonna scrap, but I think we're gonna get in. But uh, man, having RJ and Demarcus and a couple of these other guys that we had, man, it, it was gonna be fun. But he's not ruled out, man. You know, next year we gotta get in, make some noise, and maybe next year, he, you know. Well, you know what? Let, let's just get RJ in, the, in his own pounce costume. He can come out there and be the spirit leader of the whole thing. You know. <laughs> Spirit leader, and you want to hide him? Hey man, I don't think that's RJ's play. I don't think he's, <laughs> he's a little. He's a little tall for that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Shoot, Pounce is tall, man. First time I saw Pounce taking. Man, I did not know who was in there, but bro was at least six six. I'm like, man. But, he's on stilts. He's on stilts. Yeah. yeah. So RJ could definitely fit in there. Shoot. Hey, well, uh, Devin, I want. I want. I mean, unless Ryan and Tim got more questions, Devin, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, you uh, welcome to come on here anytime. Maybe when the basketball season starts up again this yeah. fall, we get you got on and get your your take on the program, the team, and everything like that. Thank you very no, much. Hell, football, man, whatever. Yeah, no, hey. Sure. I, hey, I, I know, I know football a little bit too, man. I used to sing it a little <laughs> bit, so yeah, yeah, you know, I, I can come on here and rap about that. My my guy, Quad Brown, man, I need a Quad Brown jersey, man. Yeah. Somebody, hey, somebody, you, somebody, you and me both. I, I I need some Quad Brown underoos, man. That guy is superhuman. I'm a Quad Brown fan, bro. So I I was I I was a little reserved at the beginning of last season, and then uh, he proved me wrong. I'll, I'll I will go ahead and fess up to that. He he balled out. Shoot, he's a stud, man. Him uh, and then the kid behind him's a stud too. Mike's pretty good, man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I like what I love what the football program is doing. I love that we got a, a nice stadium to you know to play in and go watch games at every Saturday, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'm definitely can't can't wait to get back out there too and check those guys out. Cornelius McCoy, I'm a good, I'm a big fan of him too, man. He, you know, Florida kid he out there moving their feet. So, you know, I, I love what the what that program's doing, man. I can't wait to see what they do this year. 
Yeah, the, the, the sky's the limit for this Georgia State program right now, in all sports. And yeah, I, it's it's never been a better time to be a Panther. So uh, yeah, yeah. Love having you on, Devin. Thank you very much. You're welcome to stick around. We're going to talk a little bit more about random stuff like uh, way too early preseason rankings of football and crap. Or you can go at I know you're probably exhausted from everything. You're welcome to stick around. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, man, too, man. Y'all, y'all let me know next time, man. If y'all want to have any other guys from the team on, too. Uh, you know, Damon's around. Jordan Sessions around, man. So uh, they, Absolutely. They Let's, and, yeah. and holler at you guys for sure. So you know, we're going to keep that up. media push going, so. Absolutely. Th- thanks, Devin. Re- really appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks, man. Gotcha. Thanks, Devin. Bye. Bye. Well, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was great. That was great. So, uh, yeah. Check out the, uh, the basketball the tournament. The TBT. The TBT. I don't even know where to go next. Where do I, I wish we had somewhere to send people at this point. Um, but it sounds like we'll have something soon, and we'll be able to push that I'll out put, on our uh, social media. I'll put all the appropriate links to the social media stuff inside of the details of the podcast and the YouTube video. So we'll have that for everybody to take a look at. <laughs> cool. Perfect. Um, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. <sighs> all right. Uh, yeah. We're, we're already 49 minutes in, but let's talk about, um, hell, what were, what were we even talking about before? I don't know. Uh, we were talking yeah. shit about, about the sports arena. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, so uh, Athlon Sports put out their all-conference team. Ryan, you kind of uh, sent this one to us. So you had a you had a strong opinion about what Athlon did, didn't you? Well, no, uh, yeah. My my strong opinion was they they have an all-conference teams. Uh, they have four all-conference teams. Like like that's everyone gets in, right? That's just everyone. everybody. Yeah. At some point, like you gotta. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know. And then and then you know we had what the third or fourth most people on the team. Uh, but they were all in second third and fourth we had two people in the first team i'm like i don't what do i care what do i care if we 13 people well what i what i think was a big insult was um quad brown being fourth team fourth team quarterback that here's the deal there are a lot of really good quarterbacks in sunbelt no there there, there's the coastal guy and then there's Mm -hmm. everybody else there are some good quarterbacks in the Sun Belt. So that's the thing. They, they had the, the Coastal guy as first team. Then they had the Lafayette guy as second team, which is fair. That's fine. Whatever. Then they had Arkansas State as third and Quad as fourth. So I think that uh, a little bit of an insult there. Yeah, fourth. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. So Don't was, uh, was App State 15? Was there a 15? I don't even know. There wasn't a 15. There's no 15. No. No. Wow. They, they actually, the App State quarterback. Oh, come on, come on Tim. Why would you have a 15? That's just insulting at that point. <laughs> no, Ryan, I, I get what you're saying. I feel like four team all conference in a 10 team conference is way too much. Like, if it was Conference USA that has like what 32 teams or something like that in their league, then at least 32. Yeah. At least think, 32. No, I think you do two teams. You, you take your first, the, the best player at every position, and then you do the runner up. I mean, it's that it's as simple. No, no, I, I don't disagree. I think that it's way four team is way too much. I, I like one and two. I like having your 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 best of the best, and then like you know the guys that just didn't make it. But uh, four yeah. teams, especially in a ten team conference, it's way too many teams. Yeah, way, way, way too many. Way, but it was good thing like, because of that though. Georgia State, yeah, they got um, got thirteen players in. 
more than the trash down south did, which is always fun. So our first team was uh, Shamarius Gilmore on uh, the offensive line and Noel Ruiz for kicker. Oof. For place, for place surrounded yeah. by swamp people too. So, like surrounded that. by Lafayette players on special teams for punt punter punters with a kick return and something else. I would rather be surrounded by the most um, contagious COVID player uh, people of all time than be around a single Lafayette player. Period. But you know what? We did stop them from getting every single special teams uh, player uh, first team. So that's, good, <laughs> that's true. Right? That's, that's true. Be, that's, for that's true. That's true. Why is my Siri acting up? There we go. All right. Uh, yeah. That's, Man, I, mean, I don't really have a lot else to say about it. So, Well, we're, we're close to an hour. And I wanted to talk about uh, men's soccer moving to the MAC. All right, let's we, do it. We could do that, yeah. Maction. So this Mac-nation. is. I, mean, I, mean, I think this is pretty cool news. Uh, you know, the Sun Belt pretty much had men's soccer folding. Women's soccer is still staying in the Sun Belt because uh, no school can shut down a woman's sport. And but men's soccer has been. Uh, it was basically by the end of the season, it was us, the trash down south, coastal, and um, central Arkansas. Tim was making faces at me. Eh, Tim has faces. faces. He does indeed have a face. It it might have been the uh, things you were saying, Dave. It's fine. fine. Hey, let's not. We don't have to. I also say what you were saying. Last call. Tim has faces and I say things. So uh, (laughs) I think it was a good fit. I think it's a good fit for for both the Mac and for Georgia State. Uh, Mac had lost, right? We needed a home. Mac had lost a team, so they were going to be down to five teams. So we joined along with um, the Trash Down South, which I found out was a package deal. Apparently, we were shopping for a conference along with the Trash Down South as a travel partner. That, that was part Ooh. of a little pitch. I think that to- sort of makes sense, even though they're, what, four hours away from us. So, it, I mean... You know, if we had like Auburn, that could be a travel partner, but and would even be closer. I'm just saying, I'm just just saying, it doesn't make a, a ton of sense as a travel partner because they. I are don't know why we were doing close. any. Fa- I don't know why we were doing any favors for the trash down south. Like, screw those yeah. guys. Why, why would we ever want to help them out? Like, I would rather their their men's soccer program fold than help them being in a conference. I also, you know, who else is in the MAC? Because isn't that a Midwest conference? I, I don't necessarily think that's a good fit. Uh, it's but, a mid-American conference. Well, it's it's Midwest though, right? It's like <laughs> Ohio teams and uh, is there like an Illinois team or something in there too? Or Nor- Nor- Northern Illinois. Yeah, so we're it's only a 17 conf- seven team conference now as far as soccer goes. It's got uh, Akron, Northern Illinois, right. West, Western Michigan, uh, West Virginia from the from whatever the big whatever conference they're in. Well, they were in the MAC though, weren't they? They were. They were. They were, they were big. weren't they? weren't they Big East? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it's kind of set itself up for being a northern and a southern division, if you will, for. Uh, uh, for the Mac for soccer, but Co- Coastal Carolina also was looking for a home. They went Conference USA, and I think if we, if we had Coastal that kind of stayed with us, it would have made a little bit more of a division of Mac soccer. But yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, wait, how far is the drive from Coastal? They could have been a travel partner. Yeah, 
I would much rather have like four, That's like four hours away, I think. It's not that far. No, Coastal's a little farther because Charlotte's four hours away. Look, don't argue Charlotte, with me, David. So. I'm just trying to okay. get a, to not be some change. Just travel partners that. with. Yeah. Well, so but I I looked at the I looked at the men's soccer uh, 2020 RPI based on this past season, and in the MAC we would have been the fifth in the conference out of seven <laughs> teams. Uh, Sun Belt we were second. Uh, Southern is god awful. Uh, and the AAC, because that, that was one of the things a lot of people were talking about on the internet, was like, was this not a sign that maybe the AAC is not considering us as a potential ad? Uh, we would have been um, third in the AAC based on RPI this past season had we been in the, the American Conference for soccer. I'm not really concerned. I mean, it's, you know, it's men's soccer. We found a home. It's fine. I don't even know who left from the Mac that we replaced. You know, I ask you these questions because you don't write them down, but you've read Southern it. Southern Illinois University. SIU. SIUE. SIUE. Edwardsville. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one. Well, then that that's, one. yeah. So you, you subtract one, you add two. Sounds like a perfect. Eh, you add one and a half because Southern is absolutely god awful <laughs> in RPI. They There's 180 something teams in uh, uh, college soccer, men's soccer, and Georgia Southern was 176. They're, they're, they're absolutely horseshit in soccer. So they we're barely like breaking even then. And you're, you're, we're 78. We're 78. Yeah. They're 176. They're, they're hot garbage. They don't belong anywhere near us in men's So basically by, by us and Southern being added, we barely kept it in neutral. Right, like Southern pulled it so far down, and we pulled it so far back up that we just. We well, the thing is, that we, we we took them to seven teams. That I'm sure they would much rather be an even number of teams. It's like we could have like not drug our stupid little stepbrother behind us and kept it as six teams. Been a lot better, but whatever. Southern sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got tonight, guys. Cool. Nice. I, I think that's enough. Right. We're like right at an hour. Right at an hour. Yep. We Clap can talk an about intro it. and outro on this bad boy, and we're Except there. Except for you uh, losing your left nut, maybe. My second left nut. Second left nut. We what? can talk about that on last call. Sounds good to me, guys. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Tim, for uh, joining. Thanks, Devin Mitchell. Come on, that was awesome. He was yeah. a surprise to join for the night. Talk about the basketball <laughs> tournament. Let's uh, let's support those guys. I'll put all the details in the. Uh, a description of this and uh, the YouTube video, the uh, podcast stuff, all that kind of jazz. And yeah, we're going to do last call. We'll talk a little more. Um, yeah. Fun. Uh, do, we have our, free, do we have a free ship code this week? Free yeah. ship code. Uh, Devin. Let's do Devin. I, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't prepare it, but we'll do Devin. Uh, we'll be our, our ship code for this week. Uh, yeah, uh, so we're gonna do a uh, last call, uh, patreon.com slash last, sorry, last uh, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Oh my god, <laughs> if you made uh, it this far, I'm not sure if you made it this far. It's uh, free to everybody. Uh, on Friday, it'll be available to all of our Patreon members, uh, immediately. Uh, please consider joining our Patreon. Uh, it's uh, only three bucks a month. You get access to our private uh, chat. Uh, access to last call discounts on merchandise all that kind of fun stuff so uh, thanks everybody for uh, listening and uh, check us out on last call say goodbye everybody
Goodbye, everybody. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.